Hooah! It's your old pal, Al Pacino. And I love listening to podcasts. And you're listening to a great one. Enter the Nerd Zone with my good buddies, Pete and Jay. Take it away, fellas. Pete, are you in the zone? I am in the zone. How are you? I am very good, and I am I am very pumped to do today's episode. Oh, yeah. I'm excited, too. Uh, uh, I, go ahead. Do, do we have a shout-out first before we, uh, before we start talking about uh, Star Trek The Last Jedi? Absolutely. Um, well, you can talk Star Trek The Last Jedi. I'll talk Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi, and uh, we'll compare <laughs> those two movies. But I, I do have a shout-out. We, uh, If you haven't listened, uh, we had our first call-in. Yay! Yay! Um, the guys over at Trackstar Sports, uh, Damo specifically, he called in, uh, and Damo, thank you. Yes, we are morons, and uh, we do love talking about wrestling and all things nerdy. And uh, you can find Trackstar Sports. You can find them on Anchor. Uh, they're a group of guys that love sports, and Monday through Friday, I believe, uh, they talk football, MMA, old school Um. I think there's like four or five of them. Maybe there's more, you know, one of you, one of them could call in and let me know, but uh, they are great to talk about sports. I've actually called into their show a couple of times um, and they're a good bunch of guys. So uh, again, so, track star sports. Thanks for calling in. So they're nerds of a different color. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You know, nerds, 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 nerds of nerds a like, feather flock together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got nerds that like sports, you got nerds that like, you know, whatever it may be, man. They're all over the place. Absolutely. Uh, and we got a review. Yay. Yay. We got, a, we got a five-star <laughs> review on iTunes from Just Ed. Uh, he gave us five stars. He wrote in. He, he said it was, uh, he thinks the show is great. He loves the fact that we discuss a wide variety of nerd topics. Uh, he said he thinks that uh, I keep the show on pace, and he says, uh, Pete, you keep them laughing with it, with uh, your one-liners, and uh, he says we should keep it up. So, Just Ed, thank you very much. Absolutely. My my uh, my pure stupidity keeps us alive. <laughs> yeah, and, and so does mine, I guess. So. I guess. Well, you keep it going. I mean, that, that helps out, right? I keep it I enable the <laughs> stupidity. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're, you're Captain Moron. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I'll take it. But uh, but in all seriousness, we are, we are going to discuss Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Uh, I finally saw it yesterday uh, with my daughter, and I am prepared to discuss it. Uh, all right. Before we start, do we need to take like a Xanax or something here? Because I know you're all fired up about it. So <laughs> yeah, sure Pete, you're okay. <laughs> Pete knows I'm all fired up about it because uh, he he was he he got to partake in a in a in a group chat between a, and a good friend. Yes, um, I t I take Star Wars very seriously, so I'm just gonna if if it's okay, Pete, if I could just explain real briefly why I take what why Star what Star Wars means to me. That, Is that okay? That's absolutely fine. Okay. Um. So Star Wars for me was my first really big nerd movie, my big nerd franchise. Uh, I saw the original trilogy with my dad. He took me to see every movie. It was just him and I. Um, when the prequels came out, my first thought was, I'm going to see these with my dad. Unfortunately, at that time, my dad and I, we had a falling out. Um, and he and I never got to see them together in the theaters. You know, we eventually, we saw them on DVD and everything. You know, we patched things up. This new, you know, this new trilogy is coming out. And unfortunately, my dad, he's, he's not in good physical condition to go and see a movie anymore. So, like, we saw The Force Awakens on DVD. When Last Jedi com comes out, we'll, we'll see it uh, on DVD. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I get really emotional because... You know, I shared these movies with my dad. Um, I shared them with my wife, and I, now I'm sharing them with my daughter. So, you know, when I see a very good Star Wars movie, and I saw a great one yesterday, and I hear people not really liking it, instead of saying, hey, you know, it's their opinion, and they're entitled to their opinion, I, I, I get very emotional. But, Pete, I'm in a good place today, so don't worry about it. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so when I say it was bad, you're going to go, you'll be all right with that. I'm going to be okay with that. <laughs> I will tell you why you are wrong in a calm manner, but I will be okay with it. Well, I didn't think it was a bad movie either. I mean, I was, my expectations going into the movie was um, finding out who, oh, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> if you have not seen The Last Jedi uh, and you don't want things spoiled, you better stop now because we're going to spoil the H out of it. That's right. Absolutely. So my, I was going into it thinking, mm -hmm. all right, well, I wanted to see a couple things. One, okay. when was Leonard Nimoy going to come in? When was this character going to show up? Mm -hmm. And then when it was William Shatner raised parents. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I know. Um, Ray Shatner's, William Shatner's not a parent. It's all right. No. no. no anyway, no, seriously, <laughs> uh, I know you love this movie. I mean, I, I do love Star Wars. Not as much as the three other nerds that I talk to and hang out with. Um, so I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, I'm not as, you know, overwhelmed with it, I guess you could say. Oh, um, mm -hmm. But Fair I, enough. I do think it was pretty good. I mean, it was, I would say, top four of the four movies, of, of all the movies they've made so far. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you. I mean, for me, my number one is still Empire Strikes Back. Uh, this movie... And, I've, you know, I've had a day to reflect on it. I, I've listened to uh, varied opinions. I've li I listened to not just, you know, the Nerd and Me um, podcast about it. I listened to a couple other podcasts about it. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, same thing. It's in my top four. Um, my expectations going into this movie is I took myself back to a simpler time. When I saw the trilogy, the original trilogy, New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, I saw a battle between good and evil. And that was it. It was a battle between good and evil. And when my daughter and I, when we were waiting, we, we were talking about it. We were talking about all things Star Wars. And I turned to her and I said, you know what? I want to see a battle between good and evil. And that's it. And I feel I got that and then some. Yeah, I mean, I... Again, um, so let's let's uh, before we uh, continue on, let's make something real simple for everybody. We have the original trilogy. When we're talking about the original trilogy, we're talking about the good ones. Um, when we're talking, mm -hmm. when we say <laughs> those other three, that means the prequels, and then we have this next group afterwards. So if we'll refer back to it that way, so that no one gets really confused. Because uh, I know there's Sounds a few good. people that love Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> Honestly, me go uh, for me going into the movie. I was I was really see. I've always been a uh, Luke Skywalker fan. Um, oh yeah. So you know his. I was. I want to see how they were going to you know work his character, and and I have to say that I know a lot of people out there weren't happy with the way they had Luke Skywalker, but mm -hmm. I thought that he you know Mark Hamill. Just like the real, just like the character himself, Luke has changed throughout the series. And, you know, a lot of people are like, he's, you know, his, he was trying to be funny, this, that, and the other thing. Um, I really thought that he did a great job again with this mm -hmm. character. And uh, hopefully we'll see him back in the, the ninth one, even though he's quote unquote missing in action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and again i think mark hamill did a great job and i think the character you know luke as, as much as everybody talks han solo uh you know yeah luke was always my guy and um my thoughts coming in were i sort of and again i was talking to my daughter with it and she was she was kind of agreeing with me i said you know if we come in and he's sort of like whoa ray you're powerful let's have giant training montages this and that I was like, I'm going to be disappointed because, you know, we see at the end of Force Awakens, we see that he's pretty much exiled himself. Like he put himself in the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Um, you know, we see that something happened between him and Kylo Ren. And I'm thinking, you know, and my thought going in was he's going to be very jaded. He's going to be, you know, I, I, I made mistakes. Maybe this whole Jedi thing isn't correct. Um, so, you know, in that opening scene, which, you know, 
uh, Last Jedi pretty much takes place seconds after the end of um, Force Awakens. When she hands him the lightsaber and he tosses it away, I had a chuckle. But I wasn't chuckling because, like, ha-ha, that was funny. I was chuckling because, yeah, that's what I expected. Like, I expected him to be like, I'm not getting involved in this again. I'm not training somebody only to, to, to watch them fail or, or, or this or that. Um, so I, I think he did a great job. And I think his character was awesome. And I love, I love that training scene with the reach out and she reaches her hand out and he rolls his eyes. And I'm like, that's so Luke. I could really see Luke doing that. And then like tickling her with the leaf and like, you feel that? You feel that? That's the force. That's the force. Like, I, I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people, at least a lot of stuff that I've read, if you, if you loved it, you loved it. If you didn't like it, mm-hmm. you didn't like it because of some of the comedy. Um, mm-hmm. There is a, a topic that I want to discuss with you because I know that you're, again, big Star Wars fan, obviously. Uh, but, you know, the, the original three, Han Solo was the comedic guy. You know, he was the stud, but he was also the, the funny man. And they had to fill, mm-hmm. find some ways to make it funnier. And I really thought, you know, kind of like the Thor movie, the latest Thor movie, there's mm-hmm. a lot of comedy, but I think it was perfectly done. It wasn't like it was, you know, watching Kevin Hart and The Rock doing a movie, but it was, <laughs> it was a, um, you know, just like little one-liners, kind of like what we have on our show with my great one-liners. There's a lot of oh. great one-liners in this Absolutely. movie. You know, my favorite, honestly, mm-hmm. is when um, when Skywalker gets on the, is on the planet and Kylo Ren is like, get me down there. And General is like, uh, no. He like, slams him and then he, the camera turns and the, and the, uh, the pilot's like, your, sh- your shuttle is ready, sir. And that just made me laugh my ass off. I just thought that was funny. But... <laughs> It fit in perfectly with these movies, so and with this movie, um, so again, mm-hmm. I, it was there was I don't think there was any part of the movie that I did not like. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess people expect it. I guess people expect it. Oh wow, you're you're getting angry calls already. <laughs> I'm telling you, I guess people expect um, it to be Empire Strikes Back because it is the second of the Star Wars trilogies. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, I thought it was what it, what they wanted it to be. You know, I guess that makes Mm -hmm. sense. It makes perfect sense. And I, and I think, you know, and again, you know, the use of comedy was great. I I did think that sort of opening, uh, you know, Hey, can I talk to general Hux? Uh, I'll hold for him. Like I thought, okay, the initial joke. Okay. Funny. It did go on a little long, but thinking about it, it kind of really showed showed us who General Hux is. And General Hux is, to me, when I look at General Hux, I'm like, his daddy bought his way into the military. He's, you know, he's got a lot of issues. He's got a lot of hate in him. He wants to kill rebels. He wants to destroy, blow things up. You know, he's... Hux said it himself when he met with him and Kylo Ren comes in and he says, you know it's good to keep like a bloodthirsty dog like that on a leash because he fears us. You know, we, we could use his bloodthirsty nature, but we, we got him on a leash. He fears us. You know, he's good to have around. And that whole scene where he didn't realize that Poe Dameron was punking him is because he's like a pompous, he's a pompous blowhard. He, I, I, I feel he didn't earn that position. You know, he got it through payoffs and, and, and you know, greasing the right palms and this and that. You know, it kind of showed that. I, I mean, I really think it, it fit in with his character. I mean, the joke went on a little long. I was a little bit like, oh, man, please don't let the jokes be like this. But other than that, I think the humor throughout the movie, it was placed perfectly. And, you, you know, th- th- it, was, it was a great device in, in, in this movie. All right, well, here's the first thing. I got two things in, in regard to Poe. Mm-hmm. The what that is probably the one thing I don't necessarily not say like dislike, but I think they're trying maybe a little too hard to make him a Han Solo character, like mm. similar to him. Mm. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's I guess if that you want to nitpick, I mean, I guess that's <laughs> kind of the one thing that I really 
I mean, he's, I don't, I don't get excited when I see his character on the screen. How's that sound? You know, I rather see the, uh, I rather see Jar Jar. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's not as, he, he's not as dynamic as Harrison Ford's character on Solo. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying a little too hard to make him that way. Now, I could be wrong again. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts on that is or are or was. Out, out of the new characters, he is not one of my favorites. Um, I just, I, yeah, I think like you, Pete, I can't really connect with him. You know, I get that they were portraying him as like, he's a trigger happy fly boy. You know, he's, he's a risk taker, you know, sort of in the same vein that Han Solo was where Han Solo would pull off crazy stunts and this and that. But, you know, Han Solo, Harrison Ford had flair. He had, you know, he had those acting chops to really pull it off where I'm like, you know, somebody slapped this little kid already, you know, like he, he's definitely not one of my favorite characters, but you know, again, can't really nitpick too much on it. I mean, some of his humor, I was like, okay, it goes on a little long. Um, but you know, he's, he's like a good character to have there, you know, maybe they'll flesh him out a little bit more, but he's, he's definitely not one of my favorites. Now, one thing I definitely want to touch on because this this is something that I think people either love or hate. We find out who who Ray's parents are. What was your reaction to the revelation about Ray's parents? I don't think it's done yet. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's it might be just a smokescreen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. Her parents are just two junkies that are dead on the on the land that no one goes to. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I guess, yeah, that's kind of what I feel about it. I don't think that. Uh, okay. That uh, I don't think it's really at where it's at. I think it's kind of just like I said, the smokescreen. Okay. Um, when when the Force Awakens was over, um, my thoughts were, "Wow, I really want to see where they go from here." I wasn't really thinking too much. Oh, who's her parents? Who's this Snoke guy? You know, what really happened? I would just wanted to see what happened next. And I know that was one of the big debates leading up to this movie is who's Ray's parents? Is she a Kenobi? Is she a Skywalker? Is she this or that? And again, talking with my daughter about it, I said, I, I would prefer it if her parents really weren't anybody special. You know, if they were just two average Joes living in the galaxy because, you know, we... We, we had great heroes made in the originals. You know, we had Luke Skywalker. We had Han Solo. We had these great heroes made. But if you really, really, if you really look at the great heroes in this saga, you know, look at Anakin. He was a slave boy. Like, he came from nothing. Yes, he was the most powerful force user in the galaxy at that time. He came from nothing. Um, Luke, yes, he was the son of Darth Vader, but he was a moisture farmer. You know, when we meet him, he's a nobody. Uh, we don't know anything about Han Solo, where he came from. Not yet. And I, <laughs> but I like the fact that my heroes really come really out of nowhere. You know, who is Finn? Where did he come from? We really don't know. And honestly, I, I don't need to know. I'm, I'm happy with the fact that we have Finn. The newest character that people are also trashing, but I really like, Rose. You know, Rose was this little nobody sitting in the bowels of a cruiser, and she rose to the occasion. And granted, their little mission, I kind of felt like, okay, they could have done that differently. It went on a little too long, and I, I did not need a stuttering Benicio Del Toro. That, <laughs> I, that is one thing I was like, oh, God, why is he here? And why is he stuttering? He's but, the collector. <laughs> exactly. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, right. He he lost his job as the collector, so now he's he's gonna help out the rebellion. But you know, the fact that Rose really rose she rose up from nothing, you know, and the fact that Ray, you know, I mean, I think it makes her a better hero. I you know, some people say it was a cop out. To me, I feel if we find out that she's a solo or a skywalker or a Kenobi or somehow related to Palpatine. I'm going to feel that's a cop out because growing up, my hero, Luke Skywalker, he came from nothing and he became, you know, the greatest hero in the galaxy. And 
I feel I'm going to get to see that again with Ray. She came from nowhere, and she's going to be the hero of the rebellion. She's now going to be the next greatest hero in the galaxy. Well, that's what we're looking. That's what we're thinking. Yeah. So the other point I want to get with you with uh, before you went on more of a tirade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, folks. So, sorry, folks. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I had this conversation with I was I was going to have this conversation with one of my buddies, but he mm -hmm. decided not to call me. Um, but I think, you know, I've heard it before. Like I, I've been hearing people saying that they weren't happy with the Luke character because he dies of failure. Now, my thoughts is, and if you look at the original versus what's going on now, mm -hmm. he is Ben Kenobi. He, even mm. Ben Kenobi, in the first, the, the prequels, he fails with Anakin, right? Mm. Anakin, Anakin betrays him, moves on, you know, takes over as Darth Vader. He hides away, right? Yes. He comes back because he found this young kid who is ultimately Darth Vader's son and trains him to be the great one, right? Mm -hmm. The next one, he passes away. He didn't fail there, right? He's not, I mean, yeah. he, right. Okay. So now Luke Skywalker creates, goes out and gets Kylo Ren, his nephew, and he fails to keep him on the good side or the light. Mm -hmm. And then he helps Ray build herself, you know, I mean, not as much as like, you know, he wasn't doing the Rocky training with her or anything, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he did give her, his, give her the lessons of the force ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. And then he passes away. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think, and I don't know what you think, that Skywalker's a failure. I think he's more like Ben Kenobi, where Ben Kenobi had a failure, but it was successful. And, you know, and again, you hear Yoda mm -hmm. tell him that the best lesson is failure. So, um, but I, you know, I thought that people were trashing that whole part of it because mm -hmm. he died and he really didn't, he died a loser, basically. Yeah, and, and, and it's funny that you say that because it's my thoughts exactly. And that scene where there was the showdown between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I turn. My daughter's on the edge of her, her seat, and I look at her, and she does the Ben Kenobi motion. She does the – at the end of The New Hope when he's holding off Darth Vader so they can escape, and then he sacrifices himself. He raises his, his lightsaber. If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful. So right before they squared off, I look at my daughter and she looks at me and she does the Ben Kenobi sign. Like she lifts her lightsaber, like telling to me, she's going to pull a Ben Kenobi. You know, Luke is going to pull a Ben Kenobi. He's going to sacrifice himself. And, you know, I think all the points you just touched on are exactly correct. You know, he, he saw himself as a failure. He failed Kylo Ren. And I think he was afraid to fail with Ray until Yoda really came along and said, like you said, Failure is a great lesson, you know, and don't forget, Yoda also told him that it's sort of the job of the master to allow the student to surpass him, sort of saying like, yeah, Ray is great. Let, let, let her go be Ray. Let her go be awesome. And, you know, you brought up the whole training thing. And I know that that's another issue I want to touch on, um, because a lot of people feel like, well, he hardly trained her. How did she become so awesome? What is your whole take on the limited training and then seeing Ray perform like she did? Well, I, I think, the, I mean, it wasn't obviously, again, he wasn't, she wasn't carrying Luke Skywalker on her back, you know, trenching through the swamp. <laughs> but right. I think, I think it was pretty much the same level. I mean, he was teaching her without really teaching her. Um, mm -hmm. He, I think he knew, you know, his ability to, to feel how powerful this this person is i think he already knew that she was already surpassing whatever he could or could teach could teach her mm -hmm. uh, you know i don't think i, kind of, I think he felt you know, i guess you see it right doesn't he say in the movie that he she's just like kylo except she's even quicker to the dark side is that right yeah he he when he was teaching her that lesson yeah exactly that's exactly what happens which i think initially scared him but you know, it, it did show Ray's ability. Um, did you have more to add to that or? No, 
No. <laughs> no. Okay. So my whole take on it is is a couple of things. Is is you know we see the scene where she's trying to get Luke to train her, and she's she sees the rock formation, and she takes out her staff, and she starts practicing. And I've seen people on the internet. I like I said, I listened to about three podcasts last night where people were like, "What the heck? How does she start to know how to do that?" Let's not forget, Ray as a little girl was dumped on a planet and she had a fend for herself. Like when I saw her in force awakens, when, when we see her on Jakku, I'm like, this girl knows how to handle herself. Like don't mess with Ray. She could take care of herself force or not. So when she's swinging her staff around, I'm thinking those are moves that she's probably done most of her life to fight off thieves and bandits and, and God knows what else. So when she's doing that and then she's like, Hey, let me try it with a lightsaber. I was fine with that because I'm thinking Ray knows how to handle herself. It, you, you, you don't need, you know, I mean, granted, to become a, a master swordsman, you, you need a lot of practice. I'm not going to dispute that. But the fact that she has very informal martial training for most of her life, I have no problem with her picking up a lightsaber and swinging it around. Can I just say one thing about that scene? Go ahead. When they pan out and you see mm -hmm. her uh, moving the, the saber around and you see uh, Skywalker on the hill, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I thought uh, Karate Kid on the beach. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, it was almost kind of like that. But, you know, again, and I think what, and I think what people forget is I'm going to go back to my favorite Star Wars movie, Empire Strikes Back. Luke lands on Dagobah. He starts training with Yoda. And I meant to look it up, and I didn't. He doesn't train with Yoda very long before he goes off to confront Darth Vader. It could be a matter of weeks. It could be a month, two months, somewhere in there. We never see him in that training montage with Yoda. We never see him pick up a lightsaber. We never see Yoda teaching, oh, here's the basics. Here's the stances, this or that. He sees his friends are in trouble. I have to go confront Vader. And again, we, we don't have these prequels. We, we don't have books or comics or anything. We just have Star Wars A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And you're seeing, for what we know, this kid who was a nobody on a, no on a nowhere planet, who is strong in the Force, go off and fight probably the greatest Sith Lord to a stalemate with little to no training, and, and I didn't hear people going up in arms going, how's that possible, this or that, because at its heart, it was a battle between good and evil, which, which is what we love to see on the screen. We love it. And you know what? I'll suspend some disbelief on that. You know, the fact that, you know, Ray goes and she confronts Snoke, and they have that big showdown in the throne room, and she's fighting the Imperial Guards. You know what? It's good versus evil. It's a great fight, and I'll buy it. Well, you know, in the, in the, the prequels, mm -hmm. you never really see, at least from what I remember, I try not to remember any of this stuff from those uh -huh. movies. You never really see Anakin tr physically training. I'm not Anakin. Um, ben Kenobi physically training Anakin. And a lot of it is, again, it's all the mental aspects of being a Jedi. Right? I yeah, and I think, too, because uh, I think because there's a big gap between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones that you're sort of assuming that he's in the Academy and he is getting this training, which is which is fine. You know, I I'm just saying that I think people had a hard time believing, like, wow, Luke gave her, like, two free lessons and tossed her a lightsaber and she kicked ass. I kind of believe it because going back to what you were saying about the training, I think that whole initial thing where – you know, the joke aside, when he had her reach out, to me, that lesson was, Ray, I am connecting you to the Force. You know that the Force is in you. You know that the Force is out there. It's time for you to learn how to put two and two together here. And he connected her to the Force, which is, it seems like a very simple lesson, but I think it was a very deep and a very powerful lesson. Like, well, he, he connected her to the Force. Well, you know, Go going, going back to the, you know, the saber thing. Remember in the, mm -hmm. in Force Awakens, she's fighting 
him with the saber already, Kylo Ren. So mm-hmm. it's not like she, you know, never picked one up before, before she got to that island and Luke, like, had to show her how to use one. This is how you hold it. I mean, she already had, like you said, that that an innate ability to pick it up and just, you know, wail on somebody. She, so, she did it with the staff on Jakku. You know, like, you, you, you're kind of under the impression she was a little girl that had to grow up on this harsh planet. She, she had to swing stuff around and defend herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's probably the truth of it. Yeah. What, uh, else? what, what other pieces of uh, great <laughs> knowledge can you give us about? Oh, great. No- oh, please. Oh, yeah. the, the day I start giving out great knowledge. Oh God. <laughs> so what's, what's your expectations for the next movie? Not the Han Solo coming out in May, but the, the next the number nine, the um, number nine. Episode, episode nine of the Star Wars trilogy, number three. <laughs> you know, and, and again, you know, maybe I look at things very simplistically. Like, I want to see that battle between good and evil. I want to see the battle between the light, which is Ray, and the dark, which is Kylo Ren. And I want to see how it wraps up. You know, I, I would really like to see Luke come back as a force ghost and, you know, help Ray out, train her, maybe uh, give her some lessons. You know, like, again, he doesn't have to be a force ghost standing there going, swing your lightsaber like this. You know, this is how you do a backflip, but just imparting the way Yoda came back as a force ghost. And he, you know, he continued, like he taught Luke again, he, he dropped a big lesson on him. And that's the thing is, is I think what the prequels, ruined and i'm going to say that they ruined it is you know you see all this fancy jedi training and all these jedis everywhere and there was talk of oh how many different types of lightsaber um styles are there there's six styles oh no there's seven because mace windu invented his own at the core of it it's that lesson of luke connecting ray to the force that that is the greatest lesson a master can give to his student and, you know, he doesn't need to say, okay, lightsaber, you know, if you're going to fight Kylo Ren, I think he uses style four. Maybe you should use style. No. Ray, connect yourself to the force. You, you know it's in you. You know it's out there. You, you establish that connection because you know the force flows through everything. You know, it's, I, I think what prequels and, you know, all these fan sites and fan theories, I think it really bogs down a very, very, very simple story, which again, at its core, good versus evil, and the force is everywhere. Well, you know, just like every other movie and every other genre, like look at Star Trek as a as a as an example. I mean, the little minute details people look into, and just instead of looking at it, look at the the greatness of the movie, the story itself. You know, I, you know, I, I want to see Captain Kirk blow up Klingons. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't care if, wait a minute, in the last movie, on panel number five, the photon torpedo, I don't care. You're right. I want to see Captain Kirk blow up Klingons. I want to see him sleep with alien women. <laughs> yeah. That's just, what I want. <laughs> just like, you know, just like in Star Wars, you want to see good versus evil. I got you. I understand. Yeah. All right. So. Go what, ahead. All right. So for the next, for number nine. Yes. What, what do you think the plan is for Leia? The character itself, with you know, know. obviously Carrie Fisher passing away, do you think it's a off-screen death, or is it? I, I know they did some scenes with her already. I believe. Again, I'm not into those minute details to find out what they filmed and haven't filmed. Uh, so, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that they, you know, I mean, obviously they didn't expect her to pass away. So the fact that they kept her alive sort of as okay Han Solo started us off he passes away you know next up is sort of like Luke's tale he passes away but I think he will be back as a force ghost I think they kind of wanted to carry her sort of you know as our connection to the to the original series I don't know what they're going to do I mean it might be an off-screen death Um, it's hard to say I mean I'm really hoping they're not going to somehow like CGI Carrie Fisher and kind of drag it through the movie because that's just not fair. Yeah. And it's not fair to, to, to her. So <clears throat> if you want to do a quick CGI of her and, and almost 
I thought when I thought she died in this movie, something similar to that. There's a battle and, you know, she's in a bunker or something and it blows up and, you know, Poe comes out and is like, you know, we, we, we lost the general. That's fine. You know, just don't give us a CGI Carrie Fisher for the entire movie because that 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 I won't like. <laughs> now, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I, you know, a couple of little themes that are flowing that start in this end of this movie is it seems like there's a couple relationship uh, hints there between mm-hmm. Poe and Ray and then Finn and Rose. I know that's not your, you know, <laughs> that's the best part of Star Wars is these two love affairs, but are we going to have another uh, love affair and someone die because of a heartbroken heart in, in the <laughs> well, ninth one or why? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, dying of a broken heart, I, I think that is never going to come back, but th- there might be some love triangles and, you know, for me, the jury is still out on Poe uh, and who Poe's feelings are for, because he has very strong feelings for Finn. He really loves his robot, his, uh, his droid, I can tell you that. And he loves his <laughs> droid, you know. He, he was, he was a li- the, way, the way I was excited when Captain Cold came back on Crisis on Earth X, that's how excited he was to see BB-8. <laughs> that's right. But, I, you know, the jury is still out on Poe um, because, I mean, I get a feeling that to him, Finn is more than a friend. I think he has a very deep connect and it could be a very strong friendship. Right. It could be more. I'm fine either way because my daughter and I actually joke that when he introduces himself to uh, Ray, some people took it as like, Oh, he's hitting on Ray. My daughter and I were like, he was like, hi, I'm Poe. Listen, stop hanging around with Finn. I'm trying to work that. Okay. <laughs> I'm the star of the show. Not I'm the star of this show. That's my stud over there. <laughs> you go find someone else. Actually, you're a Jedi. Go be celibate. <laughs> well, you know, uh, going back to that, I'm, I wish I talked about this a little bit earlier. But no, go ahead. Ray, I mm-hmm. think she's a good mix between Skywalker and Solo because you see her in kind of both roles during this movie. Oh, yeah. her, her in the Falcon with Chewie, I was like, there, there's the Han Solo. You know, yeah. there, it's like there's our new, like like you said, our new Luke Skywalker slash Han Solo because she she was loving it. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a great scene. Oh, I really did awesome like that. Scene. Her on that scene, you know, when she's, oh, I like this, you know, when she's shooting the, uh, <laughs> you know, the the gun at the uh, little other ships flying around. See how see how much technology I know about these movies. Um, <laughs> The technological terms for these guns and whatever else. They go pew pew. That's all that matters. Uh, exactly so, what they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real sound effects that they make. They just they just throw stuff in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. little known fact, I was hired to do the sound effects. I, I go pew 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 pew. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about Star Wars. <laughs> right, I, can't, I can't stop laughing. Uh, we're on a... Jay, we're professional. This is a podcast. <laughs> oh, God. again, the day we're accused of being professional. <laughs> All right. So we're, we were talking about nine. I'm going to go back one more time because I have go to ahead. say one of my other favorite scenes. And yes. I say this a lot. It's my favorite scene is when uh, Luke sees R2 again. Again, he didn't like, you know, rub him up and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? You know, kind of like Poe did. But I yeah. like that, that, that interaction with the two of them when, you know, He's like, I'm not coming back. And R2's like, oh, yeah, you are. Let me show you why. You know that? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a great scene, too. I mean, they have great scenes. And it's, again, these Star Wars crazy people who think the movie was horrible. Guess what? You're wrong. Go on, Jay. Well, well okay. <laughs> and, and again, and you know what? Yeah, last night, and as you read when I had those messages going back and forth, that was my initial reaction is you Star Wars haters are nuts. But you know what? I can see. Looking at it from a different perspective, I could see why really hardcore Star Wars fans did not like this movie. And I, I could see it, and I could understand it. And I'm hoping that some of the people that didn't really enjoy this movie, I hope they hear this podcast. And I'm not here to convince you to say, you know what, you're absolutely wrong for hating it. it you have to think it's one of the best movies ever. But if I changed your mind, or if Pete and I changed your mind on a couple of points, I, I, mission accomplished. You know, it's... Because, you know, like I said, you know, like I, Pete, like if you remember, at the end of that, you know, little uh, instant message thing, at the end of the day, I pretty much said to, to our good friends, John and Alan, you know what, guys, in the end, it's a movie. You know, we're friends. We love talking nerdy stuff. And it's a movie. This isn't going to be 
you know, the one that starts, you know, like, like a civil war or something, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's a movie. It's like when two guys going at it over a, over a sports team. And I used to be like that with the sports, you know, I, I oh, yeah. fully admit I'm an Oakland Raiders fan. And trust me, I've had my battles over the last <laughs> couple of days, these damn Eagle fans. But at the end of the day, they don't care about me. They don't care about you. And it's just a damn game. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fun to get into like these little arguments with, with the, uh, and the, with the, the nerd and me guys, because they're wrong. We're right. But, uh, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> it's a given, right? No, <laughs> on but, many, many topics. <laughs> but you're right. You know, it's, everybody has their own perspective on the movie. Absolutely. Um, I think that, uh, it, again, I think it really is setting up for a great number nine. Uh, again, you know, like in that last scene when they're on the, the Millennium Falcon and they're all standing there, you know, you see all the pictures and you hear her saying, we have what we need to spark the, uh, the, re- the Republic again. That yeah. Does rem- that does remind me of the scene in uh, Empire mm-hmm. where at the end you see, you know, Luke's getting his new hand and that open shot of all of them on the, I don't even know what battle cruiser they were on, mm-hmm. but it, you know that, okay, we, we've been defeated, but we're not, we're not down and out. You know, we got some really serious good people here to, to take on that schmuck uh, <laughs> general and, some guy who can't figure out what his name is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, I, I really felt, you know, my big takeaways from this movie were I got to see a battle between good and evil. And, and I know, and, and I, we didn't even touch on this part of people saying, well, you know, we wanted to know who Snoke was and, and how, how did Kylo Ren take out Snow so, Snoke so fast? My answers to that were, you know, when Return of the Jedi came out and the Emperor came in, people weren't going, well, wait, who's this guy? Where did he come from? How did he get this influence? No. He's the big bad. The Emperor's the big bad. He's got his <laughs> right-hand man, Darth Vader. And here we go. Snoke, he's the bad guy. The First Order, they're the bad guys. Kylo Ren, he's the bad guy. That's, that's good enough for me because it takes me back to that original trilogy. It keeps that theme it keeps it nice and simple. And, and again, I hated the prequels and I hate them even more because I think they bogged us down with so much backstory that now people are like, I need backstory. What's well, Finn's backstory? And What's get, Kylo Ren's backstory? He's I get, bad. I get that. I mean, I do think mm-hmm. that they, it was a little, you know, you, you make this big piece in the first movie about this emperor and then, you know, he's around for 10 minutes and, the, and he's dead you know, where Palpatine was around for practically six movies. So, you know, that, I, thought, I thought that was a little like, okay, well, you know what? I don't know what we're going to do with him. Let's just kill him and start and start over again with uh, with Ren being the supreme leader. You know, it, I, I, I guess that I could see that for people. Um, yeah. I was like, I, I, I don't know. You know, my son went to see it and He's like, he's going to be back. I'm like, I don't know. He's cut in half. I don't think he's coming back. But... No, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and then the asthma, when she just, she fell into a pit. All I could think about when I'm watching that scene is Boba Fett going to, the, going to get eaten by the ba- big bad sand thing. Um, he's like, <laughs> the Sarlacc. <laughs> I don't know these terms. That's I okay. A, I that's have why the toys. I don't, that's right. That's why you're the Star Trek guy. Uh, Star Wars guy. Sorry. <laughs> No problem. Yeah, but, but but yeah. unlike that, when Boba Fett got swallowed, I wanted him to come back. When Phasma fell off, I was like, thank God, totally useless character. And I'm gl- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I almost kind of wanted Finn to like say that, like, later biatch, you know, because I was like, like my daughter and I, like when she actually came in, we're like, oh, God and I, and I and I and I turned to her and I whispered. I'm like, I hope somebody just kills her already. And I got my wish. <laughs> See, you got good and evil, and you got her dead. So you're and all I good. Got her dead. But but kind of going back to the whole thing with with Snoke, I could see where hardcore fans are like, he's supposed to be this powerful Sith Lord. How did Kylo Ren take him out so quickly? The way I took it was, is first of all, I thought, oh, that scene was awesome. You know. He, he's he's like I, I know what he's thinking. He's going to do this, and 
I'm thinking like, oh man, you just got played. Like Snoke, you just got played. But the way I'm thinking it is, you know, the dark side is very, there's so much passion and, you know, anger and hate and hubris that I feel that Snoke was like, I'm the man, you know, he's my little puppet. I'm going to kill Skywalker. You know, I'm finally going to become the number one guy in the galaxy that it blinded him to the fact that his apprentice was just about to take him out. So that's the way I rationalize it. And I'm sure some people will tell me I'm nuts. But again, I I, I think prequels and, and things like that make people think way too much when it's a very simple plot. It's good versus evil. And please enjoy it. Man, Jay, you think it's good versus evil? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned that enough. I think it's good versus evil. Let me let me uh, ask Al, Al Pacino's still here. Let me ask him. <laughs> it's good Hoo-ha. versus evil, baby. Hoo-ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always a bad. I mean, I, speaking of Al Pacino, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but the Godfather. There you go. Uh, he is the he is the supreme leader. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be the big reveal in episode nine. You know, Ray's going to strike down Kylo Ren, and the door's going to open, and he's <laughs> he's going to come tap dancing in. That's Ooh, right. Ah. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, number nine should be good. <laughs> Guest star Al Pacino. <laughs> is it going to be a dance number too? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I know is where's Dark Helmet. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, bring yeah, bring back Dark Lord Helmet. <laughs> Break it all down. We want Dark Helmet and we want Pizza the Hut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, all right, Jay. So we, you know, we got what you you got all the feelings out. What you want to say about? I mean, I think Jedi. I did. Yeah, I think I did. And again, like I'm not here, or I should say, Pete and I, are, we're we're not here to turn Last Jedi haters into Last Jedi lovers. Um, you know, I like oh, I said. Are. Okay. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, I, I could see why hardcore Star Wars fans had a problem with this movie. And, and listening to, to the, the podcast that I did, I, I do see where they're coming from. Um, and I hope that they see where we're coming from when we say that this is one of the better Star Wars movies out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I you know, it's definitely top five. Uh, I, again, but my, diff, I loved, I like the like my favorite is return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, you're an Ewok lover. I guess I am. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought that that was my favorite one. Cause you know, I, I, I love that good overtakes evil. See, look, I use your, your words there. Um, yeah, no. so I thought that was, that was great. And, you know, so that's probably my number one. And we've talked about which, what's our favorites, uh, you know, constantly. So again, I thought it was, Better than the better than the prequels, probably equal to uh, Force Awakens. And I know the, the guys that entered the nerd zone are like screaming at me, ready to shoot me down. Oh, but... I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I expect uh, I expect some some texts coming our way later on. No, we're gonna get some <laughs> call-ins and how we're wrong, uh, so which is fine. Which is fine. absolutely fine. That's that's why we do this. <laughs> that's right. We go out there and tell you the wrong thing. And everybody else tells us the right way of doing it. That's how our show works. Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. So number nine coming out in 2019. Yes. Uh, some expectations of that movie. We're going to see some love triangles. We're going to see a dance number. Um, Al Pacino is going to come in as uh, the new Supreme leader. So that's what we think so far. Absolutely. You know, guys, call us in. Tell us what you think about the next movie. Um we may be a little off base, but we're not sure. We think we're right on. Uh, and then in May, we have the Han Solo movie, which we can talk more in the future. But I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that because I think the 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 one story movies that they put together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are fantastic. Obviously, there's only been one so far, but right. um, Rogue One was fantastic. So I expect nothing less than perfection with Han Solo. <laughs> Uh, we shall see. And there better be Lando Carcian. That's all I know. Oh, there is. There, there, there's, there's a young Lando. He's, he's been cast. Oh, okay, good. Is it the kid that's from uh, playing uh, Black Panther? Because he seems to be in every movie. Chadwick Boseman? No, it's yeah. actually it's um, Donald Glover who he had a very small appearance in Spider-Man: Homecoming. 
he was um he was like uh he was the car thief that like uh peter like uh webbed his hands together and because he was looking for information is he the same kid that's not the same person i'm thinking of uh the new movie the new rock movie gian g no what's it called Oh, Jumanji. Jumanji. Is he that? Is he that guy? No, he he is also. Uh, it's okay. You don't have to hurt yourself. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm is. really straining my side. See, it's it's. See, my force abilities are, are at their limit now. So well, it's almost lunchtime anyway. So you probably have to eat something. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> All right, so let's do a couple little plugs here. So we want to again, do. thanks. Uh, the track what was it track what was their name tracks track star sports guys Stacks. thanks for the call in yeah that was great and i did listen to one of their uh, podcasts they are uh really good i love sports so i may be calling him more often than uh than jay um <laughs> true and uh again we bust about their balls but we do love um the nerd in me let's not forget them oh we love alan and john they 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 do a great podcast um yeah yeah, <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> well, that's again professionalism is not here. Uh, oh God, no. <laughs> uh, so th- those guys uh, look for fat guys in a little code again. That's John and myself. Um, yes. Hopefully, wrapping up some stuff soon and putting up some new new uh, new tales. And then, of course, cool. enter the nerd zone. Listen to us uh, hopefully every week, maybe sometimes twice a week. Maybe and uh, give us a call. We want you to rate us. Um, I know we do have some new. Listeners out there, because I've been uh, threatening people, not threatening people to listen. So, so yeah, we'll no, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know on my end, I know we do have a couple of listeners. And I know uh, I, I gave him a shout out before. I know my friend Steve from Brooklyn listens. He hasn't seen the movie yet, so he might not listen to this episode. Uh... Does Steve from Brooklyn call uh, the fan also? Because I always hear a guy from Brooklyn on the fan. <laughs> no, Steve, Steve from Brooklyn is a very shy individual. So I, I've, I've, I've asked him. I, I I've asked him to call in, and he's he's told me he is he is very shy. So maybe one I'm, day, who knows? Steve from Brooklyn, I'm very shy too, as you can tell. Um, oh yeah, but I'm doing but I'm doing this anyway. So. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. please yeah please rate and review us. You again, you can find us here on Anchor. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, so Anchor, you could call in, uh, leave us messages, tell us we're great, tell us we're morons. Uh, iTunes, please. He left us a great review. Uh, leave us a review, good or bad. You know, we, we want to know what you guys think. And don't uh, forget can, Google Play. Google Play and Overcast. And I just got an email yesterday. We're on Pocket Cast, whatever that is. I never even heard of it. That I turned to my daughter and I said, what's Pocket Cast? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, that oh, doesn't man. Sound like a good... I know if a seventeen-year-old that... doesn't know. Oh God! <laughs> Is that like a porn? Uh, I really hope not. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, yeah. all right, Jay. So till the next time when we talk about something, <laughs> we will talk something nerdy. Absolutely. <laughs> Same bat time. Same bat channel. And Batman, I know you are listening. Please don't sue us. Absolutely. All right, Jay. Take care, bud. I will talk to you later. Bye.